Hi fam, how we doing? I missed you guys. It felt so weird to not chat into my mic last week, but um, I was a little busy getting drunk in Mexico with my gal pals. Um, and let, let me just say, okay, Mexico is amazing. The resort was phenomenal. Um, it was one of the best trips I've ever been on, but talk about some bubble guts galore. Holy shit, no unintended. Um, I think people call it Montezuma's revenge. I'm not really sure. And I personally have a stomach of steel because as you guys know, I used to chug white Russians in the club in my early twenties. Wow. That makes me sound so old, but everyone else, almost everyone else is having some issues, including my boyfriend. Um, there's truly nothing sexier than him walking downstairs with like a blank kind of white stare, not white stare, like his face is white, blank stare sort of thing. And he's like, mm, babe, my butthole is on fire. Sorry to kind of out you, Troy, but um, yeah, it's it's just honestly one of the sexiest things. And then there's, you know, like explosive noises. Like I had to literally check on him, knock on the door. And I was like, are you good? Cause it sounds like you're pouring <laughs> a gallon of water <laughs> into the toilet from like the ceiling. So <laughs> just want to make sure, you know, you're still good, still alive in there. Um, on the bright side, nobody gained a pound. Um, if you're looking for a quick cleanse, a quick, you know, colon cleanse of your system, just head on down to Mexico. It's a great time. Just kidding. Um, but truly, uh, the resort was Excarot. Excarot, there's probably some fancy way to say it, but it is a beautiful resort. There is so much to do. I did a review on my Instagram if you wanna look at that. Um, it, I'm not sure on the price, I could look it up, but it was completely paid for by New Skin. So thank you. Um, got a free plus one, so we all brought our people. Some people brought their moms, their families, their kids, their dads, their husbands. Uh, and it's just honestly incredible. So can't wait to do it again in September in Jamaica. But I'm actually headed to London next week, which will be amazing. I've never been to London. I've never really wanted to go to London. Um, it's Isn't it like kind of cold and rainy and I'm not one for history sort of thing. Harry Potter scares the shit out of me. Um, I used to have nightmares as a child. Do you guys know what a laundry chute is? Um, I don't know why... Well, I guess it wouldn't make sense for me to have one right now, but it's like uh, if your um, what's it called? Your laundry is on a floor below you. You can have this little chute thing that you open and you put your laundry down it. I, I think it's like the smartest thing in the world. Um, but I used to have nightmares as a kid that that Voldemort motherfucker was like chasing me up my laundry chute. And it really ruined Harry Potter for me. He um, I do not like him. And the trip to London is with New Skin as well. And they're like renting out entire museums and cruise ships and all this stuff. Um, it's a leadership trip that you had to like earn. So they're kind of rolling out the red carpet again and it's gonna be amazing. But one of the things is, I guess you go to like where Harry Potter was filmed and there's this, I don't know, shindig that we do. And I'm like, I literally can't go to that. I will have nightmares. So anyway, um, okay. Sorry to uh, switch real quick and get serious on you. Um, but I had, if you've been watching my Instagram stories, I had a lot of requests um, to speak on my opinion of the 
overturn of Roe versus Wade. I'm going to say this first. Please show grace um, in what I'm about to say, because not everything I say is correct. Not everything I say is politically correct. I'm not a politician. Um, not that every, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, um, I'm, I'm choosing not to speak on this because I don't want to, I guess is, is the best way to say it. Um, but every single thing that anyone says on social media has the opportunity to be picked apart. And I, I get that. Right. Um, but it's almost like people purposely want to nitpick things that you say. Um, and I, and this situation is something that I, if you want to nitpick me and say, you know, pick apart certain things that I say about whatever else, but this topic is something that, um, I don't think I need to be discussing, especially, um, right now. So I'll say 99.9999% of my people, I hate to say followers, um, I'm just going to say my people are so amazing, right? Like I have conversations very often that are people disagreeing with me. I disagree with them, but we're having a mature conversation and it's awesome. We both learn so much. We both, both say, awesome. Yes, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I still think this and the other person says the same. Um, but for example, I put up a story the other day and it said, I, I'm not sure I feel comfortable talking about this topic because it's obviously, rightfully so, a very sensitive topic. And immediately this girl DM'd me, how is this a sensitive topic? It's black and white, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just where I choose to say, you know what? Never mind. Like I've said this about politics before. I am not a news outlet and nor I do not have all the answers. I definitely don't want to sway someone's opinion on something like this. Like that is not what I'm here for. That's not what I want to even be responsible for. Having a platform, no matter the size, is a huge responsibility because people can be influenced by what I say. And if I wanted to do that, when it comes to politics, even things like religion, I... Like I would be a politician, for example, if I wanted to talk about politics. So I am not. Um, also, like, on the other hand, I know that I said this on my Instagram too, but if you are not 100% aligned with what they want you to be aligned with, unfortunately, they can flag you, shadow ban you, disable you. Like, take note and notice that most influencers only touch on topics in the world if they're aligned with what Instagram believes. If it's any sort of like controversial thing, they don't. And that's because Instagram is how they run their business and they're protecting it. So it's very, um, anyway, everything is very scary. The world is a beautiful place. Yes, but it's also very real and it's very scary. I challenge everyone to make sure you are using your power to vote while we still can. If you do not vote, in my opinion, you really don't have a leg to stand on. Um, and we're going to talk about this too, but be kind to one another, okay? I was at dinner the other night and we were all chatting about the Roe versus Wade um, and we all have very different views. Some of us like drastically different, um, opposite views, but no one was yelling, 
screaming, trying to talk over one another. We weren't belittling each other. We are sharing our opinions, what we believe, acknowledge that the other was saying something different, but listening to them. And it was honestly beautiful. And after that, we were like, wow, guys, like imagine if everyone in the world spoke like this. And again, I know this topic is, it's just so real. It's so insanely important. Um, but, and I'm, and I'm sure someone can, you know, pick apart what I'm saying right now. Um, I'm sure that I'll get some DMs being like, no, you should have spoken up. You should have done this. You should have done this. And I send all of you love. I, I get what you're saying. Um, and for everyone else who I guess respects my, um, boundary, um, is what we'll call it. Um, thank you for understanding, showing grace. Um, and anyway, it's just something that I think, um, I'm going to pass on speaking for now. And I hope you guys understand and, and just can respect that decision. But speaking of, I have been, uh, reading through the 400 plus, yeah, like literally 400 plus emails. I was showing Troy my inbox and he's like, babe, holy shit. Like, all right, open these, like start reading them. And I'm like, I'm such a slow reader. And sometimes, which I love, people write very long emails. And they're like, hey, G, like help me out with this. What do you think about this? And so it takes me a while. And I, I um, like will never take for granted that you guys uh, trust me. So I'm not going to just like skim through something and then send a stupid response. You know what I mean? I'm going to try to do the best that I can here. Um, but this morning I took some time and I read through them, responded to some. Um, but I had like just this morning uh, that I had opened, there was 10 or so that said something along the lines of I'm in a slump um, I don't know how to get out of it. I'm feeling down. How do you stay so positive all the time? Um, things like that. And I was thinking long and hard this morning about everything that I've learned over, you know, the last decade. And I truly hand on heart think that the best thing I have learned for relationships and my mental health is one, don't attach your happiness to anyone or anything um, especially because everything can be taken away from you. You know what I mean? We, we've talked about this before, but two, help people, be kind to people, love people. And I don't know about y'all, but when I help someone compliment them genuinely, like go out of my way to do something nice for someone, it makes me feel so much better. And, and yeah, that could be seen as like a selfish or self-serving thought, but imagine if everyone did that, you know, selfishly, like, um, I've, there's, how do I say this? Like I've helped other people and complimented them and gone out of my way to do something nice because I was feeling bad and I like saw it make them feel happier, them feel good. And I, I instantly felt better. So, um, and on the same hand, I'm not talking about having expectations that they'll be nice back or they'll do something back for you. Like that is not it. Just genuinely being nice with zero expectations is where it's at, in my opinion. So um, what's that quote? It's better to be the one who smiled than the one who didn't smile back. Like that, I know this sounds kind of granular and kind of silly almost. Um, when I say it out loud, it does. But like every single person that 
I walk by, I try to look at and smile. One, if they're a man, I want them to see me. And so they don't try to murder me. Talked about that before. Um, but the other is like, I, I, um, it makes me feel better when I smile at someone and, you know, nine times out of 10, they smile back or they wave good morning. Like try to say something to everyone who, I don't know. There's just something so, I don't know. Um, it sounds kind of weird when you say it out loud, but it makes me so happy. So for example, the other night was at dinner with friends. Like, and I want to say this too, not, I, I'm just sharing things that I have learned. Uh, I'm not saying that every single thing that I do is right, obviously, because almost everything I do is wrong. Um, but for example, this is, you know, people are asking, Hey, how do you stay so positive example? Or how do you get out of slumps? Blah, blah, blah. So this is what I do. Okay. So had some friends over to my house and I told one of them like, specifically, I was so proud of how they, they had this goal in their business. They told me that they hit it and I complimented them on that very specific thing. Right. The other one had an issue, um, not an issue, but a problem that needed to be solved. And I, I took the time and I said, look, this is how I have solved a problem like that in the past. Or, Hey, this is how I know someone else has solved this sort of problem. Let me help you. This isn't my problem, but I want to sit here and help you figure it out. You know what I mean? Um, so then we went to a restaurant and I told the hostess that her shoes were cute and it looked so good with her dress. I told, um, uh, what's it, a bus boy that I loved his glasses and I'm not, Again, I'm not saying this to be like, oh my God, like I'm so nice, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm saying it that those things make me happy. Like when other people are happy, then it makes me happy. You know what I mean? Um, and I just feel like I have the ability, everyone has the ability and, and can control making someone's day a little bit better. And that is such an incredible power that we all have within ourselves. Like you have the power to make someone feel special or feel seen or feel appreciated. Like that is insane that we all hold that power. And I feel like we don't use that enough. We're, we're trying to like come up with some secret sauce to happiness in the world. But if we were all just a little bit fucking nicer to each other and not big, huge fucking dicks in the bat in the bad way, um, then the world could be really cool. But, and again, I say this because I've learned this, but I can't tell you the last time I had a conversation with someone like a true conversation where I didn't find one thing to compliment them on. Like it doesn't have to be physical. It could be, something else, but, um, you know, when there's like an awkward silence, um, or remember that ep I think it was a couple episodes ago where someone was asking for like tips on conversations to have with new friendships and stuff. Like, you know, you go out to coffee with someone cause you put yourself out there and you're looking to make more friends. And, and then it's like, Oh fuck, well, what do I talk about? Like, this is such a great way to fill the space, like find something that they either said, um, or that, even like they're wearing or anything that's like, wow, that's so impressive. Um, tell me more about that. Another really good thing for relationships is being genuinely curious. I, that's a sales technique too, that I learned, you know, when I first was in sales fucking 85 years ago, cause I'm an ancient motherfucker, but 
Like be genuinely curious. So when you're sitting across from someone and they're saying, oh, I like to um, go mountain bike riding. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Where do you go? How long have you been doing that? What kind of bike do you like? Wow, I know nothing about fucking mountain biking. Like, actually I do um, personally and I have flipped bikes many times. But anyway, you know what I mean? Be genuinely curious about someone and it, you can like literally watch their eyes light up. Like I used to, in I was in... Um, IT and engineering, staffing and recruiting, said it before. I would go out to lunch. I would take my clients who were like the VP of sales and they were, and I say this kindly, I would say it to their face, nerdy motherfuckers. They're in technology. I don't know shit about technology. Like, uh, come on. And they would be talking and I would try to find something where I could connect with them on, okay? It's very hard for me as a 22-year-old fresh out of college person to connect with like a 60 year old male VP of technology. Okay. So I, it was like a goal of mine. I'm going to find a way to connect with this person. And even if there's nothing that we have in common, if he can teach me something or I can teach him something, something like that, but Hey, you love mountain bike riding. Okay. Tell me more. And then the next time that I talk to them, I'm like, Hey, I, I know how you said about mountain biking. I actually told my boyfriend and he went on that trail and it was awesome. Or maybe I went with him or I looked into getting this kind of bike. That's how you build relationships and you find, uh, and people feel special. They feel like you were listening to them because you were, and you were being genuinely curious. So anyway, now that I'm on a tangent, um, but speaking of boyfriend, Troy, I remember he told me once, um, that I love, he said, I love the way you talk to me. And I was like, can you elaborate on that? Because I'm curious and just, you know, looking for a compliment here. Um, but he said like, hold on, I got a burp. Guys, I'm growing up. I didn't even burp on the mic. Um, but anyway, he would, he said, I notice how you say things like, wow, that's such a good point. Or you're right. We should do that. And I have realized that I was going through my life, you know, I probably realized this a couple of years ago, not that long ago, um, that I was going through life and not doing this. And I would, I, I like, I don't know how to explain this, but I catch myself finding opportunities to be like, yes, wow, that's a great point. And watching people's eyes almost like, sparkle because that's giving them a compliment. And it was a great leadership tip, honestly, that I learned too. Like if you want your people to keep coming to you with ideas and to, and, and, um, I guess, yeah, just like coming to, to you with ideas, tell them when they're right. I had a leader once and he would, I, I guess I would come to him with ideas and stuff. And I think that he was so egotistical that, he knew that it was a good idea, but he wanted it to be his idea that he was like, no, like that's stupid or whatever. And then I just stopped coming to him with ideas and thought that he was a total dick. But anyway, it's very similar to, to when you find out that you're wrong. If you guys have never read the book, Ego is the Enemy, it is a phenomenal book. Um, but admitting you're wrong and just apologizing for it is it y'all like it is not the worst thing in the world to be wrong i used to be the opposite of this but i probably am like you know what i was wrong five times a day uh maybe not five times maybe like seven times but we need to all stop being defensive and trying to prove why 
we are right. And that is all based, in my opinion, on ego. When you do that, it makes people more angry and people not want to be friends with you. I've also gotten many, um, and not many, a few emails and DMs and texts that are like, I feel like I can't keep friendships. Um, and the first part of realizing that is being self-aware. Okay, well, how are you treating people? Like, are you literally <laughs> not ruining a friendship, but are you making people not want to be friends with you because you're trying to argue a point that you were right about something that's like so minuscule? I have been friends with people who I'm no longer friends with because they, it didn't matter what the fuck it was. It would be like a, it, you know, those people, I'm sure you guys can think of them. The people who always have to be right. And they always have to prove that they're right. And like, they get sweaty when it's, it's like a fucking trivia fact or something. And it's like, you don't always have to be right. That's actually like a very unlikable trait. Someone who can just be like, oh my God, like I'm so stupid. That's actually not, uh, that's not right. Like I was totally wrong. Those people are likable. Like people want to be around people like that. Um, and trust, like I used to defend, 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 like not necessarily that I was right about like a fact, but if there was something, an argument that happened or something like that, I would defend until the cows came home that I was right. And it, and it pissed people off and it makes people not want to be friends with you. So I, I feel like I have done a 180 and like went in the opposite direction. And I've seen all of my relationships be so much stronger because of it. And I swear it's just because I'm less caring about if I'm right or if my point is proven. Um, I, I, I care way more about my friendships and my relationships and keeping the genuine ones that I love around, I don't want to hurt those people. And I've said this, um, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, I've said it to my friends, so I probably have said it on the podcast. Um, but the, the difference in my relationship with Troy versus other men is that I care so deeply about how he feels about himself, which is very different for me. I think that you guys, if you've been following me for a while, I'm very like men have to make, you, you know, like um, very not cold, I guess, but very like I have very high expectations. If I'm going to be in a relationship with someone like a man, um, I have, you know, I want to feel a certain way. They need to, um, you know, I I'm not playing any games. Like it has to be very off, like none of that. And he 1000, like never gone a day without thinking that I'm the fucking bee's knees and that he loves me more than anything else. But because of that, I care so much about how he feels. I remember one time, um, we were having like a disagreement or something and I, cared so much more about him not feeling like he upset me. You know what I mean? And I was like, listen, like, I totally get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying. Let's just squash it. Like, I love you sort of thing. And that is, <laughs> if that was two years ago, that was not me. I would be like, eh, 
out by running, like, don't care what this person thinks. Um, I hope that they feel like they did almost like, I hope that they feel like they did something wrong, or I hope that they realize that they were wrong in the situation. So anyway, it's just a wild, <laughs> uh, I'm saying all of this because it's just such, they're small little things, um, that you can do. And I've had so many really good conversations, like one-on-one -on -one with people about it and saying all of this. And then they come back and they're like, wow, Gretchen, like I did X, Y, and Z for this person, or I was in this disagreement and this is how I came back. And this is exactly what I said. And it made our relationship stronger. Or, um, I was in a really, you know, shitty mood and, and this is what I did. And it completely changed like my outlook on everything. Um, Another thing I wanted to say is, um, have you guys ever heard the quote? And it's, if everyone stood around in a circle, right? And you took out a piece of paper and you wrote down your issues, right? Your problems that you're having, um, and you folded it up and you put them in a pile. And then you reached into that pile and you took out those pieces of paper, um, and you read what other people are going through you almost always would try to find your piece of paper and be like, okay, I'm going to keep my problem. Like someone is, and I know we've talked about this before, like it's not good to compare your stresses or it's not good to compare your worries or issues. Like uh, it's all relative. Like if you're going through this, it's extremely bad. It doesn't mean that that's not valid that you think that because someone else is going through something worse. But I always try to think about that when I'm having, like when I'm stressed out or overwhelmed or something bad happens in my life. And I'm like, you know what? There, there's so much worse that could be going on. And even though what I'm feeling is valid, I will get through this and, you know, pray for the other people who are going through something much worse. Anyway, um, I just wanted to chat about that because being in a slump or being sad sucks ass. Like it's so annoying. And, you know, the whole quote, snap out of it, ain't it. And I know some people have um, like depression, you know, like clinical and bad. I'm not even going to try to say what the fuck it is because I'm not that smart. But um, if you're in a bad mood or you just feel like you're in a slump or, or you can't, you're looking for some positivity in your life, create it yourself. You have the power to make decisions, to make yourself feel better. Again, I'm not talking about depression. I am not a, what is it, psychologist, a doctor of any sort. Um, that's different. But if you're just feeling down, um, kind of mediocre, talk. I, I talk to people about that all the time, do something for someone else. Go be fucking kind. Go talk to someone who you who you physically live near. Hey, is there anything I can take off your plate? Is there anything that I can do for you? Like uh, everyone is busy. Everyone has shit going on. But take the time to do that. And I promise it can really turn your shit around. Um, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. And I challenge every single person to go out today, not be a dick, be really nice, overly nice, genuinely compliment someone, talk to a stranger at the park, um, and, and see what it does. But anyway, short episode, sorry, sweating, have 500 things to do just like everybody else, but wanted to get on, chat about that. 
Um, talk to you guys on the gram at GB Clark if you don't follow me. Um, you know, might as well just follow, <laughs> just go ahead and click follow on that backup account. It's a GB Clark underscore. Um, if you're not in my Facebook group, it's women only, it's the tits. Uh, the link for that is in my bio. If you weren't aware, you can now text me, which is so fun. Um, people try to call me and they come through as like unknown blocked numbers because the, the phone number that I have is actually a Google voice number. So it's like an app. So I don't think I can answer phone calls. Um, I've tried and I pick up and it's like, you are receiving a call and it sounds like you're almost calling from jail. So <clears throat> Anyway, um, have an email address that uh, you can email. It's gbclark, dbad, stands for don't be a dick at gmail.com. Um, feel free to leave a review, five stars, 10 stars, two stars, whatever you feel. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support. Um, and I'll see you on the gram. Bye.